Meredith Gorman here, and are you still not subscribed to Matt's channel? Well, if you're not, hit the subscribe button because he's giving out free picks each and every week. Hope you have a good rest of your day. UFC 297 live from Toronto, Canada. Yes, they are back in Canada. Last time I think it was Vancouver. Um, now coming back. Uh, to Toronto, best pay-per-view card? Not so much. <laughs> Not a great pay-per-view card um, for the Canadian fans. Uh, but a couple good sneaky fights. I'll be breaking down the main card like usual. Provide free picks, leans, price talk, and what to avoid. Systemsportscapping.com is the website for subscription opportunities, resume, records, and all sports, client comments, and more. Top run right now is the NHL. 11-2 uh, run. Uh, right now in the NHL at low volume. We guarantee profit in each sport we handicap at the end of the season. Let's do a UFC Vegas 84 recap. Ankalaev, uh, impressive second round finish, right? Looks like he's ready for that big title shot. I've been high on the guy for a while. I did say he was going to get a title shot a few years ago. Very close against Jan, right? Very close. That fight did uh, not go his way. And that's a that's a thing with Ankalaev, right? Sometimes he doesn't put on the gas. Sometimes he doesn't go for that finish or win. Here he did, and that's how he needs to fight, come forward. Sometimes he's very hesitant, right? You want to see him fight how he did against Johnny Walker, come forward, land the big shots, because he does have power and finishing abilities. Big win for Jim Miller, right? Jim Miller in the co-main. What an impressive win uh, over a tough guy uh, on the feet. You know, he, he, he's going to fight in UFC 300. Uh, so fun fact with Jim Miller, he's going to fight UFC 100, 200, and 300. Fun matchup uh, against Bobby Green. That should be a fun stand and bang type of fight. Uh, and if I can get plus money on Miller, he might be plus money. May have to look that way. Big win for Batista, right, over Simone. Simone was the reason why I didn't profit on this card. Uh, I thought Simone was going to be able to control him a little more with the wrestling. He was unable to do that. And Batista found something in the third round and just threw volume on him. Just out-volumed him, outstruck him. I didn't think he was going to have the better striking. Uh, and we did see that Simone did have success with the wrestling, just not enough. Not enough. So big win for Batista. Uh, biggest win of his career. Uh, interesting to see what he gets next. Let's get right into this card, guys. Let's get right into the card, shop around, have access to multiple sports books, and get the price, best price out there. I can't stress that enough. Strickland, minus 110 versus DDP, minus 110. Main event, five rounds. The blinds are telling you it's a difficult fight, and you know, not too many times do I not have a lean or not have a free pick. Um, this is one of them, guys. I'm really going back and forth between the two, right? Seems like these two made up, right? They had some shit talking and a few weeks ago, right? They fought in the stands. Uh, I think it was more to try to build up this fight. Um, now, yesterday they were hugging and saying sorry. <laughs> so, you know, I do still expect some shit talking at the press conference, but looks like they have made up. Very difficult fight, right? The line's telling you minus 110, minus 110. The books don't even know what to do with it, right? Both guys like to come forward and fight. Both guys have, I think, wrestling in their back pocket. I, I don't really know who's the better wrestler between the two if it gets there. I think it's fairly even. You know, Strickland may have the jiu-jitsu advantage, but I don't know if it ever gets there, right? DDP's strong enough to get up if this fight goes down to the ground. I don't see either guy holding the other guy down. 
right? I think it's fairly even there. And on the feet, even though they are different, they both like to come forward. What I mean is Strickland likes to come forward with the pressure, right? Use that boxing, st- boxing stance, excellent defense, and just likes to have volume. And out volume, he's not going to hurt you uh, with uh, you know a bunch of big shots. But DDP does that, right? DDP does have the power, and he does have that coming forward instinct that can overwhelm you. Right before the big win uh, that he had last time out against Whitaker, not a lot of impressive wins. So I never really was super high on the guy. I knew he was good, uh, but I wanted to see him do it against the top of the guys, and he finished Rick, uh, Whitaker in the second round. So I think that tells you enough. He's well-rounded, strong. He had cardio issues before. I think he fixed his, fixed his nose, so uh, that doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. Right? And he could easily go and win this fight. Right? We've seen Strickland... Um, Luis Pereira, a guy that has power on the feet. DDP has power on the feet, right? But you can also see Strickland just overwhelming him with the boxing and the good defense, right? If this, sta- if this fight stays primarily on the feet, Strickland can keep his distance, use his boxing and excellent defense. It could overwhelm DDP and he could get frustrated, right? Just him coming forward, is he going to be able to land that big shot? You don't really know, right? So this is a very difficult fight. Uh, to handicap. I will not have uh, a bet on it personally for myself or clients and even for video viewers. Uh, I don't really know who's going to win this fight. The line tells you that. I could see a later finish. Right? I could see a later finish in this fight. DDP, most of his fights, if not all, all are finishes, right? <laughs> DDP doesn't really see the judge as much as his five rounds, keep in mind. Strickland does see the d- judges. That's the difference. That's why it makes it difficult, right? What if DDP play, you know, fights a little more conservative, then it's going to go to the five rounds. So me personally, I'm going to have no action in this fight. I'm going to lean the fight not to go the distance. That's going to be my favorite play in this fight. Um, and I cannot get to a side. I have no uh, say uh, on the side here, uh, but I do expect the fight most likely to end uh, later in the fight. Um by either guy, right? Strickland with his volume and just overwhelming, maybe a TKO finish, or DDP just kind of hurting Strickland uh, at some point in this fight due to the power. Um, it will be interesting to see if they grapple. I would love to see some grappling between these two. That would be very interesting. Co-main event, co-main event, not one I'm excited for, but we'll definitely talk about it. Pennington plus 140 versus Bruno Silva, minus 170. Not, you know, this is not a co-main you want on a pay-per-view. This is at best a main event on a fight night card or like a co-main, right? This is a five-round fight. Keep in mind, it's for the interim title, 135 since Amanda Nunez has left. And this division just poor, right? Pennington's coming, uh, coming yeah. to this fight. Looking fairly super confident, right? New daughter in her life as well. Year off. She doesn't fight a ton, though, uh, if you look at it. Um, She did have some trouble getting into Toronto. Lost her luggage. Uh, She seemed a little frustrated about that. uh, Unembedded and also in her interview. So keep that in mind. Don't think that will affect her uh, much, but it is worth mentioning. Uh, Pennington, who found her way in the last three years, right? Listen to this, like five-fight win streak, doesn't fight a lot. I mean, she has eight losses on her career, right? But she's found something as of late, right? She's found something, and she continues to approve fight to fight is what I noticed. Wins over Chase On, good fighter. Aspen Ladd, good fighter. And in the big win last time against Caitlin Vieira, it was a split decision, close fight, but she's a grinder. She grinds, she battles, she fights hard. Right, Silva, only 12 fights into her career, already has a title shot at 135. 
And when Amanda's gone, right, the division is limited. So that's why she's getting this here. She's also on a four-fight win streak. Um, however, the last one was a no contest against um, Holly Holm. I was on Holly Holm there. Um, she caught Holly Holm in like a stand-up choke. Very dangerous with her submission game. Very dangerous. And that's how I think she wins this fight. If she does, it's by submission. Now, Pennington, if you look at her submission sets, never been submitted in the UFC. You got to look back in Evicta days. Against Kat Sagano. That was the last time she was smitty, right? Because she's difficult to get down. And Beryl Silva's not a wrestler. She doesn't get you down to the ground quite often, right? Under 0.4 per 15, guys. Right? Pennington's takedown defense is decent enough. So I expect Beryl Silva have difficulties to get the fight down to the ground. I think Pennington is a little bit better on the feet, right? She has more of a boxing stance, willing to come forward and throw and bang. See, if I had to bet this fight, I'd have to look at Pennington and plus the money. Even though Bruno Silva can catch Pennington in a submission, she's very high-level submission game. You know, Pennington has submissions under her belt as well. She is very well-rounded. There are some concerns maybe with her cardio if the fight goes fourth, fifth round. That's where I get a little concerned here. Um, but I expect Pennington at this price to be worth a shot at plus 140. Um, it seems like she found a second win in her career. Bill Silva uh, coming off um, a banned substance, and that was a no contest against Holly Holm. She takes something, I looked into it more, she takes something for like ADD, like Ritalin, so it looks like she can't take that anymore. So how is she going to focus in the fight? How is she going to be in the fight? Not too sure, uh, so keep that in mind. I think there's value or penalty, and there's no way I can bet Bernard Silva minus 170. I just can't do it. So women's MMA, if I were to bet the fight, it'd be Pennington plus money because I think it should be a fairly close fight. She just can't get caught in a submission, right? That could happen. Marilyn Silva is live. We've seen her submit Holly Holm on the feet, guys. <laughs> Keep that in mind here. But I think Pennington's scrappy in the clinch. And I think she's stronger than Marilyn Silva in the clinch. So um, that's the only way I can look. Wouldn't be surprised if obviously Marilyn Silva wins this fight. This is a value bet if I were to bet it. Pennington plus 140 probably won't make my client card. Magni plus 275 versus Mike Malott minus 350. One of the better prospects that come out of Canada, Malott. Um, he's getting the number one gatekeeper gate in the UFC, guys. Neil Magni, number one gatekeeper, right? Only 11 fights for Mike, and he's already a huge favorite like this. I love what I see from him, and he's very well-rounded. That's why. Very well-rounded. Has power to finish fights, nasty submission game, and can wrestle. This will be his toughest test yet, right? Magni, we all know, fought everybody. <laughs> his resume is very impressive, and he has over 40 fights under his belt. What did he have left, though, right? 38, 39 against Ian Gary, just got picked apart for three rounds. You know, similar, I wouldn't say similar style to Malapala, similar up-and-coming young guy, that, uh, you know, top 10 type of fighter, Right? Then he beat Eric, uh, he beat Roe, which is a low-level guy. And then when he steps up in competition against guys like Gilbert Burns and Rachmanov, obviously he's going to lose those fights. He got submitted in both of them. And Malat is live for a submission here, right? On the feet, you just can't see Magny hurting Malat. I just don't see where Magny wins this fight unless it's somehow he can stick and jab, use his reach, use some of his kicking games, and win a close decision. That's his only path. So I have that at low odds because I see uh, Malat coming forward. Because he's not going to be worried about Magni hurting him on the feet or taking him down. Right? So that's where I like Malat here. Don't love the price at minus 350. Could be a two-fight parlay piece for me. Um, you could also look at him to finish the fight. 
Now, Magny doesn't get finished a ton, right? He does get submitted often, but he's very difficult to knock out. Um, but the submission is live for Malat. So the play is going to be Malat here, fighting at home, of course, in Canada. Um, one of the better prospects out of Canada of all time, obviously, George St. Pierre, a few other guys, Rory McDonald. But I don't think he's that far under that from what I've seen so far. Again, not fighting the best of names. This will be a big test for him. Let's see how he goes. And that's why the 350 is a little steep because he hasn't fought a high-level guy like Magny or at least a guy with this many fights who's fought a lot of high-level guys. Let me word that a little better. So Malat's to play. May make a two-fight parlay this week. Lean the finish. Um, and if you get a really good price on the submission, may worth may be worth a look. Chris Curtis, minus 188 versus Barreau, plus 162. Interesting price here on Curtis. Love Don't love backing Curtis as a favorite here. Um, but he should get the win. Does have the more impressive resume. Fought the much better guys. Just when he does step up in that competition, he loses, right? Hermanson, Gaslam. But he does have some nice wins under his belt. Buckley he beat. Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen now, he's going for the title, guys. <laughs> right? Now, this was 2021. Keep in mind, Brandon Allen continues to get better. And I think he's a better fighter now than at 2021. But, you know, Curtis is difficult out. The thing with Curtis, sometimes he starts slow in fights or he takes a round off. That's always scary. Um, I just don't think Bro has the the all-around game to beat Curtis, right? He's not going to be able to get Curtis down. I don't think he's going to be able to outstrike him. Curtis does have power on the feet, and we have seen the Canadian chinny at times. We have seen him chinny at times. So if I were to bet this fight, uh, it would have to be Chris Curtis, most likely by decision. A lot of his wins come by decision, guys. A lot of his wins come by decision. He is durable. Um... Don't really see a finish. If there is a finish, it could be maybe somewhat early because he caught him with a big shot. But Bro has been, uh, his cardio is very good. It's just I'm saying his chin at times has been questionable. But as of late, he's been look, he's looked pretty good. Right, a couple nice wins uh, under his belt, back-to-back wins. Just over lower level guys in Anders and Marquez. And the Anders fight was close. So keep in mind. Chris Curtis wants to get back in the win circle here. Training with Strickland. Uh, he is. He does have Canadian fans, actually. He's fought in the Canadian regional season, uh, seeing he's a champion over there. So, you know, I think he's going to be comfortable fighting here. I don't think it's a big issue. And the play is going to be Chris Curtis, um, probably by decision. Hard to see him finishing, bro. But, hey, he does have power in those hands at times. This opening fight's probably my favorite fight, guys, from a skill standpoint. Arnold Allen plus 170 versus Evil of minus 200. A little steep, a little steep. So there's value with Allen. But let me tell you why Evil Love's a favorite here. You know, besides the main event, this fight's probably the most exciting fight for me. You know, Allen's coming off that loss against Max Holloway uh, where he just got outclassed on the feet for five rounds. That's understandable, right? Allen has shown, though, he's for real, right? Big wins over Yusuf, Dan Hooker, and Calvin Cater. Those are big names. Evil Love doesn't have those names. Not even close. Not even close to the guys he's fought. He's fought Lopez in his last fight. We like Lopez. He's up and comer. But he Lopez actually looked decent enough. He almost submitted Evil Love. He hit him. He struck him on the feet. I was a little concerned there. A little concerned there. But he has a nice win over Dan Ige. Dawadu. So that's nice there. All right, Allen fought the better guy. So we'll give him a check mark there. Right, when you find Max Holloway, a legend in there. The thing is, though, all the wins I look at are all guys that like to stand and bang. They're all strikers, right? Evilev, chain wrestler. Almost five takedowns per 15, guys. That's concerning. Allen, under 70% takedown defense. 
Not bad takedown defense. But Ivalev, guys, he's a chain wrestler. He'll continue to look for takedowns. And this is not a fight that favors Allen stylistically. Now, I know Allen has a 16-week camp. So he's been training with a ton of wrestlers. I know that. So if he can keep this fight standing, because Allen is the better striker, better boxer. Keep that in mind, guys. If Ivalev struggles to get this fight down to the ground, Allen's live at plus 170. But if he can, Ivalev's just going to win with the takedowns. Remember, Ivalev's undefeated, guys. 17-0. and 0. And the reason why he hasn't fought the top guys, there's a reason for it. Guys don't take the fights. Guys aren't jumping to take fights against Ivalev. You got to keep that in mind. So that's why he hasn't got those guys. You only can beat who you're, who's in front of you. Right? And Ivalev hasn't got the opportunity to beat those guys. I think his wrestling will be enough to get this done. Don't love minus 200. And like I mentioned, there is value in Arnold Allen. But this whole fight is going to be, can Arnold Allen keep the fight standing? That's the big question. And it's difficult to answer that. From what I've seen with Ivalev, he doesn't have issues taking guys down. So if he continues to chain wrestle... Don't think he'll finish Arnold Allen. You want to look at Ivalev uh, by decision. Most of his wins come by decision. Would he have 10 wins by decision? It's because he doesn't have any knockout power and his submission game isn't super high level. It's good, but not super high level. I don't think he can submit Arnold Allen. So if I had to bet this fight, it will be Ivalev due to the wrestling and it's not the best stylistic fight for Allen. What does Allen have in the takedown defense? He's been practicing for 16 weeks. Maybe uh, he can keep it on the feet and hurt Ivalev at times. Um, would I be shocked if Allen wins this fight? No. If I had to bet, it would be Evil Love due to the wrestling advantage. Um, and again, undefeated in his career. That will do it, guys. That will do it. Look out for the NFL Divisional round video out tomorrow. Um, not super excited for this card, but there are some good sneaky fights. A lot of Canadians fighting on the card as well. Um, for a pay-per-view card, it's weak, guys. It's pretty weak. Um, but like I mentioned, that opening fight that we just talked about, very excited for that. Uh, and obviously the main event's a good fight. Don't get me wrong. It's just the rest of the card is, is fairly weak, especially that co-main, right? You don't want a co-main on a pay-per-view card being that. That'll do it, guys. Like I always say, bet smart and know your limits. Enjoy this week. <laughs>